0: This episode of Star Wars Tonight is brought to you by Geek Fuel. They ship out a mystery box for geeks and gamers every month. Get your free bonus Star Wars item if you sign up at geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. Make sure that's geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. It's your free bonus item. Let's do the show. Coming up on Star Wars Tonight, we're geeking out, or more appropriately, fangirling with the dorky diva herself, Savannah Kiefer as we talk about a brand new Rogue One TV spot. It starts right now. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It is Star Wars tonight. I'm so glad to have you. Good morning, good afternoon, and most appropriately, good evening to you, especially those of you (laughs) watching live. I'm so excited to start a brand new week of shows. And you know what, guys? We're not going to wait. Let's do it now. Bringing in uh, Monday like we should with a little bit of High Adventure. Uh, Guys, I'm so excited. Let's uh, let's not waste time. Savannah, welcome to the show.
1: (laughs) Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to do this.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited to be doing Star Wars Tonight. This is the opportunities we have now because we're starting week two of shows. And we're still, as I pull up, how many days until StarWars.com? 38 days uh, until Rogue One. Wow,
1: that's a lot of days. It
0: is a lot of days, but that's why we're here. We're here to make that wait just a little (laughs) less painful uh, Painful. as we do our countdown to Star Wars. I keep doing this, Star Wars, Rogue One, a Star (laughs) Wars story. It's like Lego Star Wars. Is it Star Wars Lego or Lego Star? Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. But, uh, but I'm super excited to have you on the show. We've got so much to talk about, but I just want to jump straight in and say, uh, how are you feeling about Rogue One? Uh, now that we're getting into that almost oh like one month.
1: I'm on like the super excited level of excitement, but I'm trying to contain it because I don't want to get too overhyped because sometimes I get super hyped for things and then it's just like, wah, wah. So I'm trying to contain my excitement, but I am so stoked. And after the latest trailer and the TV spot, I'm just like, all right, I'm 100% into this. This needs to be seen right now.
0: Yes, yes. No, it's. uh, I, I feel like I've talked about this before where I'm in a weird place with Rogue One because... For me, I feel different than I did at this time for The Force Awakens. The so Force Awakens was this sort yeah. of like a gathering snowball uh, slash boulder that just was rolling downhill and just I blinked and I felt like it yeah. was here. And with Rogue One, I still feel like there's not enough. I just don't know enough about it. Which is weird because... I feel the a-
1: same way. I feel the same way. It, it, it is weird, but I feel like the last trailer we saw gave us more of an insight of what's really going to happen. Yeah. But it's a completely different vibe than The Force Awakens. Like, it's totally different. And my excitement level is totally different, which is weird. It's, like, yeah. kind of odd to get used to.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It's it's kind of... I don't know. It's It's kind of... I think just the fact that it's it's different and we still haven't defined it. I think once we have our very own spin-off films out, then we'll just kinda get comfortable with the idea.
1: But Yeah. I think it'll be a little more familiar once it gets started and we see like, oh, this really is Star Wars, even though it's not like one of the chronological saga movies. Yeah. Um but it's just different.
0: And yeah, it's it's different, but I think I don't know. I, I, it's it's I, for me. I'm I'm still nervous. I'm not even gonna lie. It's it's <laughs> either gonna be like really good, or I feel like, like what where yeah. where's where's Ray? And I'll be like all the other people yeah. who haven't figured out what this movie.
1: We're gonna about. miss her. We're gonna miss her so much.
0: <sighs> you have, oh, you have no idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's so true. It's so true. All right. Well, I'm not going to mess around. In fact, um, it was yesterday that, uh, that there was a new kind of teaser spot. It was sort of a, uh, it was almost like its own trailer. It's a 32nd TV spot. I think in fact, yeah. I think this is the first TV spot. Is it not?
1: I-, I think you're right. Um, I Googled it cause I saw people were posting about it. So I Googled it and only one of them showed up. So I think
0: it's the first one. Yeah. So here's what I well I was going to um, I was going to uh, do that thing that I've done so many times on the show because of our current audio setup and make the mistake of queuing it up on my computer but then you and uh and in fact the audience only the podcast people would be able to hear it so i'm going to go to the, the star wars channel i'm going to hold up my phone to the webcam because this is how high tech we are <laughs> and i'm going to pull up yeah 46 seconds the star wars of course 30 seconds plus you know the youtube post roll oh look at that so it's going to work so i'm going to just tilt this to the side so that uh, Savannah, you'll hear it, and I know you've seen it cool. already and the and the good folks watching yep. live. It'll be like a Star Wars it'll be like Star Wars celebration. Like at Anaheim yeah. when they released the trailer, <laughs> whenever we were waiting in line for a subsequent panel, everyone would just huddle around and watch the trailer yeah. over on our phones. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're gonna do here. Let's take a let's take a quick look. Here it's we building go. Building a terrible weapon. I need your help. Can stop them. This is your chance to make a real difference.
1: We have hope.
0: Rebellions are built on hope.
1: Are you with me? All the way
0: Yes. yes.
1: love it.
0: All right, what's your what, what's your initial thoughts, Savannah?
1: As soon as I saw the aerial shot of the Adats walking on the beach, I was like, all right, I'm in, like, those are my two favorite things. I love the beach and I love AdAts and they put them together and it was gorgeous. <laughs> my only problem is I feel like they're putting a little too much unnecessarily like unnecessary dialogue in some of these trailers. Um, and I felt like in this one, they could have taken out a couple quotes and just had more visuals to impress us rather than what they were saying. But I still liked it.
0: Yeah, no, I liked it a lot. It has it's very consistent with the previous themes with sort of an epic rising version of the force theme that we hear. And and mm-hmm. yes, uh, definitely uh, the best kind of summer vacation, the beach and at at Walker's.
1: <laughs> yes, I want to go uh, there so bad.
0: In fact, I'm going back through it. I'm watching it now. And it's the thing about it. December 16th that yeah that one aerial shot it's very you know what it reminds me of it reminds what? me of the gunship in that one shot at the end of attack of the clones where yes. it rises out of the arena yes. and then into the the larger battle which by the way this just something that Lucas did so well it's just like you you're so focused yeah. at the climax of the movie you think it's just the arena battle but then he's like no no and and then around yeah. the survivors a perimeter create, and then and then off you go. Um, yeah. yeah, I I don't know that you see you bring up something interesting and that is exposition because I my uh, my premise with a lot of the marketing material is uh, guys you're not doing enough start hitting us over the head seriously like right. put Darth Vader in every single shot you can because uh, everyone still thinks that this is. Uh, that this is still a a saga film, that this is episode eight, or at least somehow tied into it. And even those who know it's not, like uh, the informal poll I took of some of my fellow ROTC cadets who are kind of nerdy and do like Star Wars, (laughs) they still don't really know what a a Star Wars story is or what that means or whether or not this is like a separate series of movies or like that. This is, uh, I mean... In some ways, I, I don't know. If Marvel can release and get eighty-four million dollar open weekend for uh, Harry Potter grows up and uh, and saves the world from black magic, uh, <laughs> and, and has a pretty wicked beard and cape, like then that's if Marvel can do that, then then surely yeah. a Rogue One can. I don't. Do you think that? Do you think that the um, this problem's overplayed?
1: I don't know how to feel about it because unfortunately I'm surrounded by people that are diehard star Wars fans. So they know exactly where this movie is taking place in the timeline of star Wars. They understand exactly what it is. Or I have the complete opposite spectrum of friends that have never even seen star Wars. So mm. I don't really have that pool of people that don't really know where it fits. They like, Oh, it's a star Wars movie or they realize, you know, it's not episode eight, but I, I don't, I don't have any of those people to like, you know, remind me of that crowd that's confused about this movie. Uh because everybody that I'm I've talked to about it, they know exactly what it is or they have no clue it even exists because they yeah. don't even watch Star Wars. So, um it's really hard and it's it's hard because they've been marketing the toys and they've got the trailers coming out, but It doesn't seem like they're doing enough um, marketing in other places. Like for The Force Awakens, they did something with Subway and like they did so many things with all these brands. And I've noticed um, Rogue One is doing that with a bunch of commercials, like for a car commercial and for Gillette. I've noticed that, but I haven't seen it enough like in stores where people are walking in and seeing Rogue One on a product and being like, what is this? So that concerns me a little bit. Um, but it's weird because people don't understand that it's not episode eight. And whenever I try to explain it to these people, like if they don't know what Star Wars is or haven't seen indie movies, I'm like, oh, well, the new one coming out isn't like right after the one that came out last December. It's it goes way back in time to yeah. the middle of the story. They're like, but why? And I'm like, I don't know. I, they just want to tell that story. They, there's a gap of time there and they want to fill it. And they're
0: just like I don't get it. So yeah, no, it's so weird.
1: It is, it is, and you know what? As you're
0: as you're kind of walking us through the savannah, it makes me think. uh, In some ways, maybe we, maybe we're overthinking it. Like maybe it doesn't have to, because maybe the Disney's smarter than we are, which is you know that might be. thing they, They do actually like. I don't know. I would know. hope so. They they just crossed a record-shattering $6 billion box office year, and it's not even December. Uh, Rogue that's One's insane. not even... The Star Wars movie is not out yet, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and between things like Zootopia and... Well, and Manoa's not even out yet. Uh, we can, yeah. That's, that's, we could do, like, a whole other thing. They're gonna They're going to get all the money. I mean, but... When was that ever a question?
1: I'm surprised they haven't put the tickets on pre so su- like on pre-order for Rogue One yet because yes. the Force Awakens tickets went on sale pretty early and I like want to buy my Rogue One tickets mm-hmm. now. It,
0: well, but, yeah. Everyone like, needs to look at their, you know, the Facebook auto memory, you know, it's been a year and like, wait a yeah. second. Where are the yeah. Rogue One tickets? Yeah. yeah no, it's, it's
1: kind of weird. But
0: but yeah, as I was saying, uh but As you're walking us through that, it it kind of reminded me, you know, at some point, maybe we just need to say, and again, I really can't help myself but make the Marvel comparison, but, um, but, you know, maybe just say, hey, it's just like a dude whose father abandoned him and was stolen from his mother, and he goes off on a space adventure with a bunch of weird creatures. (laughs) <laughs> Boom, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's all you need to know. You don't need to say, "Well, how does the um how do the Infinity Stones play into the larger right. plot?" Yeah. You don't need to. All you need to know is that the Jackson 5 are in the soundtrack yep. and you've got Baby Groot <laughs> and you're sold. Yeah. So, um pretty much maybe Force
1: Whitaker is in the movie. That's mm-hmm. all you need to know.
0: Exactly. So, maybe for for Rogue One, maybe they are maybe it is connecting. Uh, maybe just the fact that, you know, you've got a Death Star and Darth Vader. That will get people to theaters. I think the real—that's the real test. The real test is not not the Force Awakens comparison, as far as like marketing or box office or something like and that.
1: And hype. I mm-hmm. mean, we had Han, Luke, and Leia in the Force Awakens. Yeah. Of course, we're going to be excited for that. And in this one, it's like, all right, we have Vader, but we don't know anybody else.
0: Yeah. No. Exactly. It's so I don't know. It's it's the the better and more fair comparison are some of the subsequent Marvel films and some of the other Disney properties because. Uh, we had Bobby Roberts on uh, last week, and 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 he, uh, in our discussion, it came up, and it makes perfect sense that you know, if at some point this thing crosses 200 million domestic, that's the magic number. Like, if you have a hit on your hand, if you can tell a great story and it's a hit with the public, it doesn't have to be Avengers. It doesn't have to be yeah. the Force Awakens to just right. be a great story. And and as Star Wars fans, actually, I don't, you know, I won't preach. As, me as a Star Wars fan, talking to myself, I just think I have to learn to be okay with. Uh, You know, every Star Wars movie doesn't have to be like, I don't know, a generationally defining uh, moment, you know, zeitgeist.
1: It just just needs to be a good story. And I think Rogue One might be that movie where they might not do amazing opening weekend, but I think after people start talking about it and like the non-Star Wars fans find out like, oh, this is a good movie and you don't really need to know much about the other movies to go see it, they might make more money. Because I feel like if – if you haven't seen all of the Star Wars films or don't really know where this fits chronologically, you might not go see it because you think you're going to be confused. But I hope they play it off well enough where it can stand by itself and you don't really need to know all of the backstory or what happens afterwards. Yeah. Um, because that would attract more people. And I feel like The Force Awakens did a good job at that, even though... You kind of needed to know who Luke was and and why they were looking for him. Um, I took some friends to go see The Force Awakens that had never seen any Star Wars films ever, like not even a piece of them. Oh, really? And they they loved The Force Awakens and they were able to follow the story. And I gave them a tiny little background on Luke, Leia, and Han, just quick background so they knew who these characters were and why they were looking for Luke and, like, what the Force was. But other than that, they really didn't know anything, and they loved that movie, and that made them want to go back and watch the other ones. Um, And, of course, they didn't pick up on all the things that you and I would pick up on in The Force Awakens, but they still enjoyed it as a movie, and they liked the story and the characters. So I'm hoping with Rogue One they'll be able to do that and attract people who just want to go see a good movie and not yep. really need to know the rest of the Star Wars story.
0: No, exactly, exactly. No, definitely. I, I couldn't agree more. Well, Savannah, it's been it's been an absolute pleasure. Man, time is, is rolling through, and I have to get to uh, a new segment that we're debuting this week on Star Wars mm-hmm. Tonight. I have a, a very special series um, of recurring questions I'm going to be asking the different guest oh. hosts as we ro- rotate them in. Uh, and it's very simple. It's two questions, and it has to do with... Uh, sort of the influence of Star Wars and the role it has. It's it's, it's very Savannah. It's very heady. It's very very thought provoking, and very okay. ponderous. Just to give okay. you fair warning. So I'm getting ready to ask Savannah, which I will right after I tell you about Geek Fuel, who uh, we're very happy to have. This is our first week of sponsored shows. This is our actually first time Star Wars Tonight's ever been sponsored. So I'm very excited that they uh, were very very cool and decided to work with us. Uh, so Geek Fuel, what they do is they have a monthly subscription Geek Box, which has been very popular recently. Uh, What's unique about Geek Fuel and what made me uh, fall in love with them so much, especially when I saw their stuff uh, at uh, New York Comic Con, uh, is that it's a mystery box where you get all kinds of cool items. But for you who are watching and or listening to Star Wars Tonight, they have a free Star Wars bonus item. So it's already like a $50 value box that they ship to you every month for $15 plus shipping but then also you get a t-shirt, you get five to seven items, and your mystery Star Wars items. So if you want to check that out, you can do so at uh, geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. That's geekfuel.com slash Star Wars Report. And we do thank them for uh, for uh, making this show happen and sponsoring us. It's always very, very nice to have uh, have folks supporting the show. All right. But I I, I do have to, I have to ask you, Savannah. Um, I... I, I literally, I bought a fancy schmancy pin today. I don't know why. Oh. I was literally just, I thought of Brian Young's Instagram. And I thought, <laughs> he always has this super nice, in fact, I don't have it on me. Unfortunately, it's out of reach. Um, but actually, hang on, hang on. Do I have it in my Hang on. <laughs> what has it got in its pockets? Here we go. Here it is. All right. On the on the live stream for the folks uh, watching live. I bought this fancy schmancy pin because it's uh, NaNoWriMo. Uh, the oh, national, it is. Yeah, yeah. National Novel Writing. Now, of course, I'm not writing a novel because <laughs> I'm not that crazy. But I, but <laughs> I was inspired by all these like social media posts of people doing more writing. So I, like, I got myself a fancy notebook and I got myself a fancy pen. And I had some time this afternoon to doodle. And in my doodling, I, it occurred to me uh, something that I really wanted to ask each of the co-hosts. And then I'm going to kind of stitch together a nice little feature around Christmas time. Because I feel like Star oh. Wars and Christmas is very much stitched together. So... Uh, Without further ado, Savannah, let me just ask you, that's that's way more preamble than this deserves. (laughs) So like just for you personally, what is it about Star Wars that makes well that makes it special?
1: This is an easy question for me because I always have an answer for this. People ask. me Oh, nice. Excellent. For me, it is the community of people like honestly, I love the movies to death and they make me happy. And that's why I got into Star Wars. But I didn't really get obsessed about it or crazy about it until I met other people that were into it. And I realized just like how kind and generous the rest of the fan community can be. Everybody's been like so nice whenever I'm going through hard times. Like I just ask, you know, my Star Wars family, hey, I need you to like pick me up today or hey, can I talk to somebody about this? And like there's always somebody there for you. And Star Wars makes me happy and it excites me. And it's so fun that there's such a huge group of people that's into the same thing I'm into and want to talk about it literally whenever I want. So that's what I like about it. And it's funny because somebody asked me one time what my favorite movie was, and they expected me to say Star Wars. And my favorite movie actually isn't Star Wars, but I love Star Wars so much just because there's so many people that are passionate about it. And I can share that like love with them. And it's just such a huge form of friendship for me. I, I've met so many people through Star Wars and I've been able to do so many awesome things just because of these movies about space. Like It's crazy mm-hmm. to think about it like that, but it's amazing to see like how many people that you can come in contact with that really impact your life just through a movie.
0: Oh, it's so true, it's so true. And, and I, man, I, and I have a feeling you're starting a fine tradition. Because I, I'm willing to bet that for, for so many of us, it's, it, as much as we love the mythology, like the community is what makes or breaks it. Like, yeah. that's what, that's what keeps us here. Um, yeah. come, come for the mythology, stay for the community. As yes. They say. <laughs> question number two. So having said that, I'm sure it ties very closely into my second question. How then has, uh, Star Wars made an impact on you personally then?
1: The friends, like I, all of my closest friends I've met through Star Wars and it's just, it's bizarre for me to think about where I would be without having those people in my life or not having Star Wars to keep me motivated and keep me happy. And, you know, Star Wars is inspiring because the characters in the shows and the movies are just like amazing and they go through a lot of tough times. And for me, that's inspiring and encouraging during those tough times. So I just really don't know where I would be. And sometimes I sit and I lay back and I'm just like, wow, what kind of person would I be without Star Wars? So for me, it's the friends um, in the community. And it's like having a second family almost because you meet yeah. so many people and you have so many close friends for this that you basically have a family. It's like a Star Wars family of people that are always there for you. So, that's what I like.
0: Oh, absolutely. Man, I'm so I'm so excited. Is that that is <laughs> you best It's a high bar, ladies and gentlemen, for that question now. So, Can't beat it. <laughs> exactly. Whoever goes sex if you if you say, "Well, I really like Obi-Wan." Uh, I'm, I'm going to be pressing harder.
1: Get out. <laughs> no, it's
0: so true. So true. And that, ladies and gentlemen, brings this episode of Star Wars tonight to a close. Savannah, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for pleasure. having me. Uh, this is so awesome. tell folks all about uh, where uh, we can find you, follow your Star Wars journey, especially as I'm sure you're excited for Rogue One like all of us. Yeah. Uh, where can folks find you online?
1: You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash thedorkydiva. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Savannah underscore Kiefer. And then my website is just thedorkydiva.com.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Uh, and, and go there. That's, I'm sure... We're, uh, where we'll be chronicling our journey to Rogue one man ah, I'm having so much fun. I, it's <laughs> like I, yes I'm nuts because in the middle of the school semester I just started doing a nightly half hour show but it's <laughs> it, it, but at the same time I would be just as nuts if I was having to just sit around and wait for Rogue one. so yeah uh, I'm I'm super excited uh, so and folks if you want to stay on track with the show as you can see uh, those of you on the Facebook and on the live stream I'm wearing I'm proudly displaying my geek out loud shirt. I'm very excited tomorrow Tuesday is the return. Hashtag Return of the glossin. In fact, you know what? Hashtag that up. Hashtag Return of the Glosson. Return and, of the glossin. And tag at Steve Glosson on that because he's on the show tomorrow as we bring him back to Star Wars tonight. And uh, and we have so much, man, so much more stuff going on. It's, uh, it's just an absolute crazy week. I just was talking to Justin Robert Young. He's back. So we're going to be talking more and more about Rogue One, more and more about the community, and more and more about, well... More more about Star Wars, because that's what we do here at Star Wars Tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can catch us uh, on Twitter. It's at Star Wars Tonight. I have now reclaimed and set up and combed through the Star Wars Tonight email account, something I closed literally for <laughs> six months. It's finally opened back in operation. It is fully armed and operational. Email us, StarWarsTonight at gmail.com. StarWarsTonight at gmail.com is where you can fire off those emails, which is where we have our ongoing iTunes giveaway. So if you're, uh, if you leave us an iTunes uh, review, email us, email us your username, and we've got a fun prize for you. Uh, and then also, of course, stay subscribed on iTunes uh, and uh, stay subscribed to the show and all that good stuff. But enough about all that. We're going to wrap up this uh, this. I almost said this week's tonight's show. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with Steve Glosson. May the force be with you. And remember, uh, many w- Wookies never died because they're Wookiees. <laughs> right? Uh, see, I didn't even have to prompt. This is the dance party portion of the show. Hang on, I got to get the right... There we go. I got to actually get the right uh, shot going and everything here. All right, folks. Too much fun. One final uh, farewell, and thanks to everyone who watched... Live and on Facebook. Make sure you do so. Uh, Seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time every weeknight, Monday through Thursday, and of course, catch the bonus Friday show. And one, oh, and one farewell. And thank you also to the folks supporting us on Patreon.com/slash/HoursReport. Report. right, now we're done. Now we can. Now we can dance it up. It. Wait for it, for <laughs> it. Thank you for listening to Star Wars tonight. Remember, the opinions expressed here do not represent Walt Disney, Lucasfilm, Lucas They don't exist anymore, or Industrial Light and Magic, or Marvel. I don't know why that would be a thing, <laughs> or any otherwise uh, semi-intelligent organization. Uh, so long, folks. Remember, never podcast with Rats Tyrell, mm. and certainly never pod race with. all right that's our funky thing that we always do i gotta have a (laughs) shtick all right all right i'm gonna wrap up the live stream thanks guys appreciate it and until next time i'll see you guys tomorrow night bye